One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Helen Lewis, Deputy Editor of the New Statesman, and you're joining us for a small, special, miniature podcast about the local elections, which happen on Thursday, May the 2nd. I'm joined by our political editor, Raphael Baer, and the editor of The Staggers, George Eaton, to look ahead to the exciting cornucopia of statistics that will be the local elections. Um, George, first of all, outline how many elections, why should we care? Well, you've got uh, the county council elections. You've also got the South Shields by-election on the same day, uh, caused by uh, David Miliband's departure to New York. Um, the reason they're interesting, I mean, they're the, the biggest electoral test for the parties uh, this year, and um, it, it's a test for the Tories. Um, you know, how many how many seats are they going to lose? They are going to lose seats because the last time these elections were fought in two thousand nine was at the sort of nadir of Gordon Brown's time as prime minister, just in the wake of expenses. Uh, how many are UKIP going to win? They're, they're undoubtedly going to improve on their performance in in nine, which when they barely registered as a, mm. as a national force. It's a test for Labour. Can Miliband show that they can? recover in the sort of areas that they need uh, to have a hope of winning a majority in 2015. And the test for the Lib Dems really is, um, you know, are they facing wipeouts or are they actually uh, dug in in their, uh, in their heartlands and are they going to hang on? And Raf, you've characterised some of these seats as being kind of shire seats, uh, particularly the most interesting ones being the kind of conservative Liberal Democrat marginals. Yes, I think the, I mean, just to start off with with Labour, precisely for this reason that they, a lot of them are, as it were, shy seats and that this is giving Labour sort of spinmeisters uh, a pretext to talk down expectations and say, well, we can't possibly expect to be doing brilliantly in some of these areas. That said, the Labour campaign has actually been trotting around a lot of southern seats, market towns. I, I think they're discreetly hoping to be able to show they actually can get a bit of a swing away from the Tories in some of those areas. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they're disappointed, if that is their hope. But certainly the public expectation management on Labour's side is uh, there's nothing to see here. Uh, we'll just you know uh, scoop up what we can. Um, I do, do genuinely think it is interesting how many of the seats and how many of the council, council councils being contested here see a direct Tory Lib Dem contest because... Uh, actually, come a general election, this is a very substantial part of the, the picture. Two thirds of Lib Dem seats are, are the sort of are Tory facing, as they put it. Nearest rival is, is the Conservative, um, and the if the Lib Dems can fight as they sort of defend these bastions, kind of as they did in the Eastleigh by election, uh, then that really makes it very difficult for the Tories to get a to get a majority in the general election. Um, the, the problem is that in the Eastleigh by-election, the entire Liberal Democrat Party all gathered in Eastleigh en masse for weeks. Uh, they ran up an overdraft, they threw the kitchen sink at it. They can't do that with every single council seat. They can't do that with every parliamentary seat. So actually, if you see the Lib Dem vote melt away, um, then the Tories could actually do do kind of surprisingly well, I think. Well, not, they're not going to gain seats, but they're, they're, they might not be as routed 
as they otherwise could be. And um, much like Kevin, we need to talk about UKIP. Um, Ken Clark was out on the on Murnahan yesterday, dressed like Captain Birdseye, saying that they're you know, repeating again the storyline that kind of fruitcakes and they haven't been properly vetted. Um, George, how how scared are the Tories of that that flank is going to bleed away to UKIP? They're seriously worried about UKIP, but they recognise that they are an alternative party of the right, and they they look at what happened to the left in the eighties when you had the split between. Labour and the SDP, and that allowed Thatcher to win those big majorities on only around 40-42% of the votes. Uh, And they fear something similar is going to happen when you have a divided right come 2015, and that benefits Labour. I think at the last general election, there were up to 20 seats, which UKIP cost the Tories because their vote was larger than the Labour majority. I think, so Um, can I interject, because I think the problem that the Tories have is that they simply they don't know what strategy strategy they should employ to close down that UKIP threat. You know, do, do they say, well, these people are just basically Tories, so that if you want Tories mm-hmm. to vote Tory, why are you voting for UKIP? That's just a sort of rubbish, pale imitation Tory party with a real thing. Or do they say these people aren't Tories at all? They're complete maniacs and and racists and fruitcakes and and you know you should be voting for a respectable party of the right. Um, and they certainly can't do both of those things at the same time because they sort of contradict one another. Um, what actually happens is that. What you could really need is 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 to be sort of hated by all the right people in quotes, which is exactly people like us, uh, liberal, lefty leaning, you know, Westminster based um, sort of bien, um, bien pensant media, mainstream yeah. media establishment, um, etc., etc., cosmopolitan, um, effete liberal people who don't really understand the real world and the rest of it. And and if if UKIP can present uh, the sort of themselves as being attacked by the establishment of the mainstream that completely reinforces the message that they're offering a sort of a, a, a receptacle for people to kick back at everything they hate about politics and what you and if that's true and i suspect that is true then pretty much just talking about ukip when they talk for the stories boosts the ukip vote and particularly if they when they mention europe anything else it doesn't the actual content of the message that they're saying to say don't vote ukip it's sort of like that the sort of great Gary Larson cartoon where there's sort of, you know, what the owner says to the dog is very sort of complicated. You know, you mustn't drag your mud in here, go, you know, go fetch my slippers, Rover. And, you know, what the dog hears is just sort of blah, 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 Rover. Blah, 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 blah. You know, all that happens is the message is just something, 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 something. There's this party called UKIP. It's quite conservative. Blah, 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 blah. And it just boosts their vote. And I think that's a sort of a strategic, massive strategic challenge for the Tories. I find the UKIP manifesto a thing of, of, of absolute wonder. For example, they want to bring back student grants, um, which, you know, just the amount of money that that would cost would be incredible. Scrap tuition fees bring back student grants. They also want a flat rate of tax on everybody. So it's kind of like this la-la land economics, I guess. But they know, they have the luxury of knowing they're never going to have to be uh, implementing any of these policies. That's it. And of course, these are local elections as well. And for Farage, really, this is just to... Uh, gather some momentum for the European elections next year, which uh, I think they came second last time around, and there's a there's a good chance they could win those. And that will put real pressure on David Cameron, um, not just to commit to an EU referendum, which he's done, but actually to introduce legislation so that it's binding, and even to to, to bring it forward. Yeah, I think um, that's absolutely right. And the, the, the movement now to persuade Cameron to pass what they call an enabling bill which would essentially mean a vote in parliament on having this referendum although the referendum might be in the next parliament to sort of have forced the commons to vote on the question of the european referendum to sort of tie the tories to tie their own hands on this is very strong in the parliamentary conservative party it's not just coming from the right of the party i've spoken to 
uh, as it were, Tory modernisers, Tory wets, people say we need to do this because people simply don't believe if David Cameron says he wants to have a referendum, they think that only words need to show us more than that. On the European elections in 2014, uh, a Conservative I spoke to recently said they, we've essentially, we recognise we're going to lose those, by which they mean come behind UKIP, um, and that even, and that local councillors are accepting the, the what, a sort of a tactic or a strategy in, in on the doorstep, actually, when they come across people for the European elections who say, I'm thinking of voting UKIP, they will say, you know what, fine, as long as you come back to us in the general election. Wow, I didn't realise it was quite that defeatist. Um, are either of you to finish prepared to make a wild sweeping prediction that we can laugh about with you or at you on Friday morning? Um, I think, yes, Edmund Band will be carried through the streets of Buckinghamshire uh, <laughs> as pursued be in a procession Burnt in a wicker of, man afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I haven't looked at it. It's a mug's game guessing these things precisely because there are all these wild cards floating around. I'm not going to do it. Okay, <laughs> that's very sensible. George, I imagine you can maybe keep your counsellors well after that. Um, thank you very much, Raf and George.